presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Scotty Villa and Paralegal Mike are here to bring you another fantastic pro wrestling episode of a pro wrestling podcast. Brother, how are you? It's a sad day. Yeah. Sad day, Scotty. We've got to start it off on a sad, somber note. We lost a legitimate, true legend in the professional wrestling world. A man who hated Hulk Hogan more than me. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Another wrestler to not come on the pod. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, today, as we record this, we lost the legendary Iron Sheik, 81 years old. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was a lot older than that, to be honest with you. Still, Uh, hell of a run. Hell of a run. (laughs) Hell of a run. I I was pretty shocked, actually, uh, when you text me to tell me that. You're the first person to text me, but not even a minute later five, six, seven or more text messages or Facebook yeah. messages, just blow it up, which by the way, anybody that did that, I appreciate you. I love you. I can always be on my phone in my daytime job. So it's great to see sad news. Uh, I was talking with my boss and he's like a old school closet wrestling fan. Let him know. Hey, by the way, you hear the iron Sheik died. And he was, he animated. No, like just rattled by that, like that. That was the big loss. Yeah. <laughs> We all follow the Iron Sheik account on Twitter, and it's tremendous. It's been run by his two nephews who uh, put out a statement today about the passing of the Iron Sheik and kept his legacy and legendness, if that's even a word, alive in this day and age at a man that was 81 years old and over on Twitter just with the ridiculous sayings and 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 just being topical at all times, Mike. So... Tough break. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the Twitter account, but either way, we lost a great legend in the pro wrestling world. Sad day. Sad Rest day. Rest in peace. 
for the Iron Sheik. That's right. Actually, a little fun fact. It may not be fun for everybody, but it's fun for me. The Iron Sheik was one of the first LJN Big Rubber Wrestler guys I ever had. Perfect. That will not be the fun fact on this <laughs> podcast. I can only imagine. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for checking out the show. As always, we're on Spotify. Give us a, a rating there and a review. Share it with your friends. Hit that share button at all times. You're going to find us on the socials, uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at In My Host Pod. We're posting stuff there all the time. I'm getting better with the Facebook stuff, uh, but we're posting stuff all the time on those socials. That's where you can interact with us. Reach out to us. Message us with whatever you're watching in the pro wrestling world. We're probably watching it too. And if we're not, you're getting us up to date. So you're just as part of uh, the funness of wrestling uh, as, as we are for you sometimes. So, Yeah, Mike. We uh, started a new feature last month. I think it's time we did. To, we got to get caught up because we're what two weeks into June right now. Yep, Mike. I think it's time for feud of the month. Feud of the month. Austin and the Rock face to face. Perhaps the two greatest rivals in the history of sports entertainment. In the history of the WWF. Red Hart and Shawn Michaels hold one another. Whether it be out here or back there, make no mistake about it, Bret Hart hates my guts. And to be perfectly honest, I hate him. You're the month here on the Mike Wrestling Podcast. And Mike, for me, there was really only two in the month of May. I think, I think we briefly talked about this, of what it was. So. We did, off air. We do things off air. <laughs> One was the four pillars leading into yeah. double or nothing, which I think in AEW is probably the best storyline going mostly because MJF was MJF and doing his thing. And they interweaved a lot of the jabs at each other with the the legends, the mentors that helped them get to these spots. And I really like that. And you brought that up, I think on the review show where each yeah. guy did their mentor spots. And I was like, man, I, I knew they did it, but I didn't really think about how deep that was with weaved within the storyline. So when you brought that up, I'm like, man, that's huge. So uh, yeah, well, one of them is that four pillar storyline. And the other one, I think we all know it. It's a lot, I mean, the longest running storyline. It, it is. It's the bloodline. Everything that's happening in the bloodline storyline is must see television, in my opinion. Yeah, it continues to be. It, it does, even online right now. And I, sometimes get a touch irritated with storylines that continue online on Twitter and Instagram. But I believe it was today on Wednesday when Solo tweeted out a picture of yeah. uh, himself, Sammy, Jay Uso, and Jimmy Uso holding up the ones, a shot from behind. I believe it might have been Madison Square Garden, but there's an X over Sammy and an X over Jimmy. And it just, it was like, that's such a perfect seed because I'm like, Jimmy's really out, but Jay isn't. Jay's still in. Mike, for now, for For now, now. yes, but let's be honest here. That's my feud of the month. The Bloodline storyline had me hooked all May long. I, yeah, and before that too, it's going to suck going forward because I think they're really going to milk Jay leaving because he will mm-hmm. i mean how else are you going to set up jimmy and jay versus solo and and roman yeah and i think when that match happens well i kind of feeling like that's money in the bank probably should be i think it should be 
Um, and if it is there, you just have to wait for the solo turn, which could happen in that match also. It, that's how I'm, yeah. I'm booking it, but I, I'll agree with you. I, I think Four Pillars was great to build to that pay-per-view, and then that's it. Yes. We're yeah. done with that story. The Bloodline stuff continues to be great and has been great for Christ. How long now? Uh, since 21, 2021. Man. Like, if you, again... I know, like, wrestling, the wrestling internet is all over, like, oh, storytelling and wrestling, blah, 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 like, the AEW fans versus WWE, like, WWE has still done this right, and pro wrestling storytelling is at its best with the bloodline, so I I am with you. I think this continues to be great, and on shows where it's weak, it's must-see TV. Yes, absolutely. You're tuning in to, to SmackDown to see what's happening with the bloodline well, they did monster ratings last week with roman's 1000th day celebration the of monster course. segment so he's a huge star and yeah I'm, I'm very excited every time more of this comes to light and mm-hmm. we're shedding more and more layers back until we get to that roman's just one guy yeah like it's they're really milking it though um yeah i, I agree love it it's both of our uh feud of the month uh you had predicted what you're gonna do at money in the bank or what your fantasy booking is I'm going to go Roman versus Jimmy. And then that leaves Jay in the middle even more, but that's just a wild guess. I don't have a clue. I really don't know where they're going with money in the bank, but uh, maybe next week we'll have a more of a clue and we can get into that next week. But there's our feud of the month. Stick around Uh, at the end of the show. We're going to do our wrestler of the month. And this is something you and I have not talked about at all. No, it's very fun for me. So I'll stick around for that. Uh, I'm, you're listening to the podcast. You're not going anywhere. Let's be honest. There's no commercials in the show. Um, so Ad free, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'd love to get paid. Let's be honest. We're here to do this so we can make ourselves rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Mike, it's the biggest story in professional wrestling right now since this past Sunday uh, at New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. A lot of things happened. It, one, it was a great card. I watched the whole card. I thought it was fantastic. I Man, I've said it the last two or three weeks. I've got New Japan World. And I completely forgot about it. But now that I've been back and using that at work to kind of keep me doing my thing, I'm watching a lot more New Japan. I went back and watched a bunch of Kenny and Kenny matches from the Wrestle Kingdoms. But at this past Dominion, it was Will Ospreay versus Lance Archer. And the winner would face Kenny Omega for the United States IWGP Championship. Which I mean, wow. Yeah, big shocker. I wonder who went over in that one. Yeah, that was the only bummer. Sometimes because I don't follow New Japan closely, I'm like, oh, I don't have a clue who's going to win this one. This one was pretty, pretty well laid out that it was going to be Will Osprey, and it was. And then Will Osprey cuts a hell of a promo on not only Kenny Omega but the whole country of Canada after the show. And if you haven't seen it, go to our feeds, Instagram and Twitter. We've retweeted it. We've got it there. You'll find it there. And it's official now at Forbidden Door 2 in Toronto at the end of the month, I believe June 25th, it is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega for the IWGP United States Championship. And uh, dude, I'm psyched. One of the best wrestling matches of the year, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay at the Dome. Yeah. I shocked they're kind of moving this forward the way they are. I thought it was going to get saved for all in. You had me convinced it was. You really did. I 
shit, man. I don't know how you don't run off the like just the best wrestling match of the year. Why not put it in front of all these people? Your biggest crowd ever. So, so obviously there's there's bigger plans there moving forward with Kenny and Will. Because I I still believe Will Ospreay is going to be on the card at all in. There's mm-hmm. no way you don't put that guy on the card. Yep. I agree. In front of his hometown like his his hometown fans. I I I mean I love this. I want to see those guys go again. They're two magicians going after each other. Could we get the rematch if if Will wins this one? Then it's one one, and then do we do the rematch? Or is that I, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's bigger. I think for Kenny and what's coming with CM Punk and the major fantasy booking where we want the Elite versus FTR the Punk. I'm leaving that door open right now that that could happen. So I don't know where Will Ospreay lays in uh, unless it's a rematch with Orange Cassidy. And dude, I'd watch that again in a second. I I also would buy maybe a new opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, gang. Like we could we could be doing stuff that's not retread. Like, of course, Will is going to go for that title again. Yeah, <laughs> that had to have happened. We knew it was going to happen. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm very excited to see them go again and to see how do you top what you did the first time? I think the only thing, the only way that you could top it is that it's on North American television and that just adds to, you know, it, it's, you have to go out of your way to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling live, like watch Wrestle Kingdom, whether you get up early in the yeah. morning or you subscribe kind of thing. This is just going to be on our pay-per-view at our normal time lot, time slot. So I think that already just builds that hype of like, this is already going to be the match kind of thing. Right. So I don't know how they're going to top the the first match and the first match. I don't think it was like falls count anywhere or anything like that. So maybe they'll go that route. Kind of what the way Jericho and Omega did at wrestle kingdom where there was no disqualification. You can kind of go all over. I don't know if I want to see that. I like seeing Kenny in wrestling matches. Again, I think it's those same rules that they had. Keep it on the same page, but Christ, just move wise and like, I don't see how they're going to top that. Yeah, but granted, like everyone thought that with Okada and Ken. Very true. Yeah, like, how, do you, how do you top it? And then, and then they topped it. And I mean, both those guys are just fantastic wrestlers. So I have no doubt that it'll be an instant classic again. That's true. I never really got into the thought process of like, man, how are they going to top this? I guess I was just excited about the match. And within that is I just trust these guys and I trust that they yeah. know how to top it. Right. It's kind of a, almost the same thing when the Hardys, the Dudleys and Engine Christian were doing their thing. Every, every time there's a big pay-per-view, it's like, all right, another ladder match or TLC match. I never really got to the process. Like, well, what are they going to do different? You know, it was just like, oh shit, here we go. And then they always topped it. So I'm excited for the match. I don't think there's a single soul on earth that isn't excited about this match. And if you are, you just hate wrestling and you hate watch everything. But if we're booking it right now, are we both going? Will Ospreay goes over. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know what his contract's like for new Japan. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, Kenny can dip in whenever they want. They they owe him a huge a huge amount. Mm-hmm. Most popular gaijin to ever grace that company. I would think the answer is to put it on Will. Makes like, sense. Maybe you're right. Maybe that third match is the plan for All In. But yeah. I would say going in, I feel like Will's getting that victory. I'm going to go with you on that one, just as of right now, for 
the reason that he is still under contract in New Japan, plus the fact that they have a, a decent sized tour in the States not long after, like the following weekend for New mm. Japan and America. So I could see them getting Will on the card, having that United States Championship, which I think the way they see it as that's that's your your top championship in the United States is the United States Championship from New Japan. So he could be headlining cards, having great matches with whoever it may be. So I, I, for now, I'm going with that. I'm hoping we get some sort of response from Kenny Omega on AEW tonight as we're recording this. I don't know. They haven't promoted anything. Haven't seen anything. So, Mike, I need them to. I need them to do something because it's three weeks away. It's June 25th, and we're already yep. second weekend. So, they need to do something. Mike, the other match that was announced officially just a couple days ago, but at the end of Dominion, you get the video package after Okada's match with uh, with Chaos versus Bull, uh, Blackpool Combat Club. You get a video package from Daniel Bryan in a desert and calling out Kazuchika Okada. Uh, yeah, it, again, another another great great way to get you pumped for a match. You, uh, when you and I talked the other day, you'd brought it up that when New Japan does these video packages, especially bringing in guys that have, you know, they're not supposed to be there or it's a surprise and they do these video packages. New Japan does it right. It's full blown production. It is like that. The Kenny one with Will, like yeah. that, that first one, like super fucking good. And this was just as good, like a hungry, a hungry Danielson. So that's what's awesome is just like you're the Rainmaker. You're like, oh, fucking sweet. Like, yeah, we want the Dragon versus the Rainmaker. Like you have me very interested. <laughs> I'm the same way, dude. And the one thing I love about the Brian Danielson we're getting right now is when he's on commentary, you know, if his guys are in the ring and he's on commentary, he's stiff, but he's still a little bit lighthearted. But when he gets yeah. into this aggressive mode, like we saw on that promo and when he's cutting these mean ass promos in the ring for BCC, I love that. That I, I'm glad they do it the way they do it. I would like to see a lot more guys do it that are, lighthearted but when they need to be aggressive and pissed off i don't feel like we get enough of that for me i call it the rvd factor i loved rvd's cool whatever i loved all that but if you watch his promo from the very first one night stand which was just him shooting he couldn't do the pay-per-view because he was hurt but that aggressiveness and real raw emotion i fucking love that and i wanted to see more of that but they never followed up with that with rvd i like that they're giving guys the chance to do that a lot more now, especially in AEW or I don't know if they're giving guys to do that or if guys are just doing it because that's what the emotion calls for in the segment to get the storyline moving forward. Mm. So I'm very, very excited. I love seeing it. I, I watched uh, Okada's response at the one press conference and he was, I don't know if reserved is the right word, but I like the fact that he stayed the way he was and just like, you think you're the best. Well, I'm the best. I'm going to show you why I'm the best in the world. But it was just nice, calm. Yeah. Who are you booking to win that? Mike, it's been on my mind since the second it, that video played out. I mean, on one hand, it's Okada, right? Like, Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> the guy, like the cooler version of John Cena in pro wrestling. Just that over with a New Japan crowd. That dominant with the New Japan uh, 
championships and everything like that, but also just a great wrestler and a badass. The face of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, good call. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Or do you give it to the guy that is just the best wrestler? You know, and Brian Danielson is that guy who can dish it out and can take it. If I'm looking at the big matches they've shown, and you're probably going to give Will his title back so that Okada can eat that loss. Yeah. That's how I would look at it. Danielson loves losing. <laughs> he does. It is, and it, there's not a lot of guys that can lose in a way that at the end of the match, you're like, man, that was a legitimate battle, legitimate fight, and he lost because he was just tapped out, energy out, beaten I mean, down, like, broken. It's weird because I thought it was going to be Zack Sabre Jr. versus Danielson here for Forbidden Door. Yeah. Was that the but match now that was last year? Yeah, but now it's going to be all in. No, not really feeling that one. I'm not a big Zack Sabre Jr. guy. I know you're not, but yeah. like in terms of submission specialists, that's where that match plays. Like everyone's yeah. wanted that one. That's but Okada, like, damn, man. Like, or maybe Danielson does the right thing and he's like, yeah, this this Okada is the realness and he lays down. I don't know. That one's real tough to call. So tough. How do you call it? Because it's not like it's a veteran putting over a younger guy or a younger guy, you know, uh, taking a loss to a veteran because he's younger. These two guys are late 30s, early 40s, been at the top of the game for a very long time. And they're they're main eventers, top tier main eventers in whatever company they want to be in. So I don't know how yeah. to call it quite yet. It's it's wild to me. I'm hoping there's going to be stipulations of Blackpool Combat Club, nowhere to be found, chaos, nowhere to be found. It's just these two guys. So I don't want to be like, man, here we got to run in. Come on now. Yeah, no, no shenanigans, right? Like a proper yeah. one-on-one wrestling match. I agree. Just there's just those two matches announced for Forbidden Door. And already, I've said this to you, and I've said this to many other uh, people that have reached out to t- chat about this. If they didn't announce any more matches, and it was just these two matches on the card for $50 oh. on pay-per-view, I'm buying it in uh, a second. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, it, it, there's no no way about it. Our uh, UK correspondent, Tom, I was chatting with him, and I think you might have seen it, or it was yeah. in the group chat there, but what do you do with MJF for this pay-per-view? I mean, the shit talk he brings towards New Japan, my answer would be Tanahashi. Yeah. Like, in the status he's in. Like, I get it. Like, he's not the same guy. Age is on him. Mm-hmm. Then MJF can work a slower style. Yeah. Tanahashi doesn't have to, to give it that level. But I think he's that name from that long with that company to come out and say, you don't like us, you don't respect us. Yeah. But MJF's still going to beat him. Isn't that that's the thing? That's the big thing is you can't have MJF lose. Like the only way I wavered was, and I threw it out to a, a, a Tom there was Sonata is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, and no, that matters. I think it does. I, no. I think, well, I think that makes it more of like who's actually going to win. I can't see MJF losing anytime soon until he loses the championship, or if they do a whole, you know, MJF versus you know, a smaller guy, an underling, and they slipped on a banana peel in a non-title match, something like that. But yeah, I just, I don't know who it is that could be from new Japan that makes you want to watch the match and go, I don't know who's winning. 
to me, it's very tough. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen. MJF's in the ring right now, cutting a promo. And somebody came out, and it's not a guy from New Japan. It's Adam Cole. So they're going back and forth on the mic. But does that lead into like a fatal four? I don't know. Very curious. So Cole gets redemption after last forbidden door. Oof, that's right, too. That's where he got hurt. That's right. Well, you better, you better look over and tell me Jay White better be moving his ass down to the ring. Then. Uh, Jay White's in the main event tonight against uh, Ricky. Oh, Starks. that's right. Ricky Starks. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Dude, I am very excited for that. Very excited. But for it, that. it's getting away from the point. Um, I'm not. I mean, in true Forbidden North fashion, they're going to do this. Within a week of the pay-per-view <laughs> yeah. or maybe no MJF at all. Which actually would be a great MJF thing to be like. I'm not scheduled to work on a New Japan card. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not working New Japan. Exactly yeah, as he should live up to that. I think that press conference was kind of the start of it. Like you're just staying for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Good. Yeah, dude, that's a good call. I never thought about that. Play into the character. He he can be it all in. That's where he needs yeah. to be. Watching that New Japan Dominion show this week, I was picking off guys like Naito. I'm like, do we see Naito? I don't think we saw him yeah, in last year. I think they're bringing as many fucking names as they could. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm just trying to figure out like who they're bringing. I don't think Naito was on Forbidden Door 1. I think he was nope. hurt at the time. And I would love... I'm a big... If I'm watching New Japan, I'm finding a Naito match. Because uh, I love the way the guy works in the ring. Mercedes Monet's got to get on that card. Um, She's hurt though, ain't she? Broken she... ankle? Fuck, really? Yeah, after that... She, that's after the right match, yeah. broken ankle for sure i mean that's that's what uh what the dirties are saying and she tweeted out i guess and everything too so that's what Fuck off. yeah that that's well, what that I ruined that for them yeah you had to you had to have, it had to have been when mercedes monet versus Britt baker just had to have. yeah that's the match i think people were gearing up for but no it's still fun to speculate what else is going to happen but christ your matches you've already have booked you're like well Good luck, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly it. We've got one, two, three Sundays. The third Sunday from now is Forbidden Door 2 in Toronto, which when those two matches were announced, more tickets went on sale. And as of, what was it, Tuesday, I think those matches were announced. Officially, there was 14 tickets left to buy. And they were yeah. all single spread throughout, which is awesome. Not great for the rest of the Canadian shows. In AEW world up here, but Forbidden Door 2 is the hot ticket. But man, they've got to really build off of that for these collision shows and dynamite shows coming up here to uh Toronto, Hamilton, Saskatchewan, and uh, Alberta. Yeah. Not looking good, Mike. Here's the plea to the to the audience and share it. Do what you gotta do. We're here to tell you firsthand knowledge. AEW shows are a blast. Pro wrestling shows are a blast. We've been to AEW shows. They are so much fun. A blast. Go out, get a ticket. I know it's summer. I know you want to go to the lake. Guess what? The lake ain't going anywhere. You're fine. You can spend one weekend in Regina supporting something that you love or going with somebody that loves it and having a fun night on a Saturday night. Live pro wrestling, live on television. And it's so much fun. Tickets are available at the Brand Center here in Regina, ticketmaster.com throughout all of Canada for all these shows go support pro wrestling support a big company that's coming here because 
they may not come here again if the ticket sales are that bad. They definitely ain't bringing live television product. I'll, I'll tell you this. What a plea for pro wrestling. Listen up, assholes. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Ticket prices, very affordable. You can have a great Saturday night having beers and the chance to be on television. That's right. Television. Go. It's a spectacle. I know you assholes would spend money to go to the exhibition. This is just as fun. I know your asses would go to a circus in a parking lot. <laughs> this is better than that. Get out there. Enjoy the things that are coming to our city. You may not be into it, but at least give it a goddamn shot. Scotty's right. The lake will be there. One night to have fun. You want to drink beer? At least you can watch wrestling while you're doing it. The amount of people, Mike, that you and I have taken to just local shows with 100 to 200 people at most have a blast and have come back multiple times since. We've met so many great fans uh, at wrestling shows and become very friendly with them. And they've become great supporters of ours. It's fun. It's a fun environment. It's not what you think it was when you were a kid where it was just, you know, a bunch of guys from mom's basement coming out of the dark for the one show and then going right back in. This is a fun time for everybody. Everyone. So go get your tickets. Do it. Let us know if you got tickets. Let us know if you're getting tickets, where you're sitting. And we'll let you know, hey, you're going to have a great time in that seat. You're going to have an even better time in that seat. So that's that's our plea. Go out, support AEW, brand new company coming to Regina, coming to Saskatchewan for the first time, and they're bringing their TV trucks. WWE doesn't bring their TV trucks to to Regina anymore. Hasn't for years. Years. So come support this. Make the city look great. Support this event and have a lot of fun. I promise you, you'll have a blast. I agree. Mike, before we wrap it up here, pal, we teased it. We teased it. It is... Oh, oh, oh. It's the Wrestler of the Month. For me. I'm better than you and you know it. I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. Nobody can touch me. Maze Wrestler of the Month. Maze Wrestler of the Month. Mike, uh, like I said before, we haven't discussed this. We haven't talked nope. about it, which is super fun for me. I'm very excited about this. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, go for it. Okay. I have a feeling who yours is going to be. I, I do. I asked you one question about a week, less than a week ago, about the parameters that we could use for Wrestler of the Month. I'm going with a tag team. For the okay. Month of May for the month yep. of May, I'm going with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Oh, oh, cool! The yeah. the undisputed unified Raw SmackDown unbelievable tag team champions of the world, whatever the fuck they're calling it now, representing both shows but only on Raw. But uh, they've been involved in the Bloodline storyline. They're getting involved with the storyline with Gunther and Imperium. They've been on every show, I believe, in the month of May. And having great matches this past week on Raw, it was Kevin Owens versus Gunther. Match of the night easily. Great match. Everyone's talking about online. Sami Zayn's been killer backstage with 
the promos that they've been doing. He's almost been like the straight aggressive man. Kevin Owens has been like a little bit of the comedic relief in that, uh, that duo. And they've been put on great matches, great tag team matches, great singles matches. I've loved everything they've done. They've had my attention every time they're on TV, which is Raw and SmackDown. Mike, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens are my wrestlers of the month. That's a that's a great pick. Thank you. And of course, tag teams are allowed. I, I don't see why you couldn't. I figured so, but I was just like, man, I better clear this because, you know, this is a partnership. And yeah, but I mean, I like, I mean, at that point, you're like, you're a tag team. You're like one entity. So yeah. I, I'll let that count. You got any idea who mine's going to be? I don't have a clue. Really don't. I tried thinking about it when I was at work today, and I actually stopped working for a bit, and I was like, well, what happened in the month of May for both sides? And the only names that popped up for rest of the month that I thought it could have been was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, The Usos, and Solo, or I thought you might have won Orange Cassidy. So I really don't oh, know. See, see that's a good pick. Uh, my pick was Seth freaking Rollins. Ooh, buddy. And Love it. I think it's a guy who's just been ramping up to get his due. Mm-hmm. So the month of May, like getting the championship. I mean, he's the most over fucking dude ever. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like he he does doesn't have to do a whole lot. Doesn't have to work a whole lot. But when he is, he's still solid. Just solid. And I mean, seeing back that AJ and Seth match, it's good. Yes, it is. It's good. But my biggest one is like, Christ, you had to like create a title to put something on Seth. Like, that's how it felt like. And it's right that he has it because holy shit, man, there's there's one guy I've been saying he he works out. He did the Logan Paul. He does the jobs he's supposed to. Good God. Like, this is a guy who was on top of the world. And this really is like, well, we'll kind of have you just work everybody. You can have like the U.S. championship for a bit. Like, he's fucking (laughs) Seth Rollins. Yeah. Like main th- to go to a mid card title is weird, but mm. keeping him away from Roman and like that story needed to be done, dude. When it comes to the Seth and Roman storyline, which just is, in my opinion, inevitable, it's going to happen. I want it to happen. There's parts of me that think we'll get Seth and Roman at like Rumble or Mania, and then we'll get Gunther and Cody either at Rumble or Mania. I know the obvious storyline is Roman and Cody, so Cody can finish the story. Hell yeah, but. With how over Seth freaking Rollins is and how they're building Gunther right now as a I know. top top guy, it just I know it makes you want it makes you want to like plan extra seeds in that storyline that we already know and can kind of predict on what's gonna happen over the next year f- to finish the story, so to speak. So uh it's fun. Dude, that's a great pick. Great pick. Yeah, I just I it's a guy who like I feel like we talk about very little. Yeah. And just he's put the work into like, yeah, can this guy the fucking belt again? I mean, they gave him that belt. And like you said, they basically created a belt almost for Seth because he earned it. It speaks volumes to the work he's been doing over the last however many years. But I think it was four years since he's held a world championship. Yeah, I think it was. And he was great during the pandemic. The Joker-esque heel character was just too entertaining and that got him over. And then the people started singing the song. For me, that's how I love how baby faces are created when they just organically get over. And we're part of that because we're fans. So great, yeah. great time. Great pick. Paralegal Mike, wrestler of the month, Seth Rollins. Scotty Villa's wrestler of the month for the month of May. The tag team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. 
Mike, it's been a great show, fun show. Pretty much like the last 20 minutes as we're talking was the entire Adam Cole MJF back and forth. Dude, it went on forever. Curious yeah. to see what they say. Gonna have to watch um, that, yeah. But before we sign off, one, go support pro wrestling, whether it's local, big shows, whatever it is. Buy tickets, go support, have a lot of fun, and let us know what shows you're going to. We love hearing that. Two, AEW's Fight Forever comes out June 29th on all your major consoles. Go pre-order now. All the great pre-order bonuses are out there. There's an Elite Edition. Dude, I'm excited for it. I've been seeing more uh, entrances and trailers for wrestlers that are coming out pretty much every day. Send us a copy. Yeah. All you have to do is send us a copy, and we'll plug it for a year straight. We'll review it, Yeah, honestly, but send us a copy. (laughs) Even Luno, looking at you. Come on, Kenny. Look it up. Help your boys out. AEW's coming to town here in Regina. Uh, but in Saskatoon, Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, Hamilton, go buy tickets, fill these arenas. Let's show the wrestling world that Canada is a wrestling destination, just like the UK, just like Japan, and just like Puerto Rico, all these places. Canada is the place to be. Once you're done doing that, hit us up on the socials uh, at In My House Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And of course, you're listening on Spotify for the most part. Give us a rating. Most importantly, hit that share button. Share it with all your friends, your non-wrestling friends. Whoever it is, let them know that we've got a fun podcast talking pro wrestling and having a blast with you. Or catch us at uh, local wrestling shows. We'll be at uh, any CWE event or ringside wrestling. Yeah. You can catch talent, talents like Boulevard of Broken Dreams. I mean, Toxic Tyler James. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be there. Uh, we had a great time at Ringside Wrestling this past week. We'll get into that next week. We ran out of time today, but we had such a fun time at Ringside Wrestling. Toxic Tyler James taking a nice little dig at us in the ring on their in, on this promo so we may have to follow up with that how many roses you got in your pants <laughs> fuck does that make any sense mike it's been a blast prepare the mic i'm scotty via this is the in my house pro wrestling podcast Wowie!